Grone Geeks proudly presents Gag on these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves. They may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we are going to discuss the art of heckling due to an incident that happened to one King James. And we'll also discuss some news going around the NFL, keep current with what's going on there. We'll have baseball and basketball moving forward as we're hitting the NFL offseason. We got a Super Bowl prediction on the way. NFL best all-time team. I was tasked with the Cleveland Browns pre-Baltimore move and post-Baltimore move, whatever was left over there. And Tony was tasked with the Detroit Lions. With a special guest, Roberto, potentially joining us, should his schedule open on up. He's a very busy man as president and CEO of Legacy LLC Technology. And be sure to check out TrendyLEDProducts.com and use your promo code GRONEGEEKS for 25% off your order. They have trendy masks, little light-up LED masks. They got T-shirts. Whole kit and caboodle. Got some great stuff on there. Follow your QR codes to your respective corner. And be sure to check us out on anchor.fm slash Geeks for all your audio-only content. How are we doing this evening, Tony? I'm, I'm all right. I had a little dentist appointment, so a little sore. A little tender in the mouth, so if I was going to spout off some nonsense this week and hope for a lack of rebuttal, it would be on this week's show. I still shoot a bird at you, though. And you only shoot a dirty bird. Or I'll just call my daughter out here and let her argue with you. Pretty much the same. Yeah, you guys are one and the same, and she has recently got you into the enjoyment that is the Borderlands series, so... I'm happy that someone was able to drag you into the video look, game world. Look, man, I suck at that one person shooters. That's that's it. I like, but no, nah, if I just like go up and like attack them with my ex, I'm good. But I always die. Always. I'm a hand to hand guy. That's just if I run up and refight hands, yeah, I'm gonna knock you out. But all that shoot, I don't need to do all that. All right. So the breaking story pertaining to the sports world currently. Involves one LeBron James. Do you want to fill our listeners in on what transpired? All right. So back when this was recently, the Lakers and the Hawks played. And, of course, heckling, we all know, is part of the game. Uh, but a certain individual decided he wanted to heckle LeBron a little bit more than normal, which is fine. But what people fail to understand is – I think it was only 1,200, 1,300 people in the arena. So you could hear more than if you was other people there talking, they'd be drowned out. So, of course, LeBron looked over and replied and started laughing. I, I don't know exactly what he said, but I read his lips. And what he said wasn't what she said. So the, the husband was heckling. LeBron said something. His wife took off her mask and replied, don't talk to my fucking husband like that. 
And then LeBron said something to her. What she said, Le- LeBron James said to her was, sit your ass down, bitch. I want to talk to you. Now, we're going to pause right there. Knowing that I hate LeBron James as a basketball player. We all know this. Loud and proud about it. You are not LeBron sexual. I am not believing that he said that. That is out of character for him. Entirely so, out of character for him. But if he says sit your ass down, that's one thing. I can see that. But saying something else, I'm not I'm not believing that part. So that's that's we'll we'll come back to that. So then the refs, of course, doing their job, stopped the game because it was causing a distraction, which is what the refs do. They decided they needed to leave. So they told them to, they asked security to escort them out the building. And, of course, they wanted to now picture fans like, well, we bought these courtside seats. We can do this. We lie. And the ref was like, security and security was like, y'all need to leave now. And they kicked him out. And a lot of people were like, oh, LeBron should have did that. LeBron didn't want him to leave. That's not his call. That's the referee's call. People forget to understand that referee is there to keep the flow of the game going. They had stopped the flow of the game. They were causing distraction. They had to go. And then all the reports are saying she got on, like, walking out to her car, live stream, whatever she was doing, saying, oh, he did this, he did that, he did this. And then the next day she was apologizing, saying she was she, – she overreacted because she didn't – they did technically get kicked out for what was said. She got kicked out because she removed her mask, and they asked her to put it back on, and she said no. I mean, it's a very, very simple rule. They say wear a mask, wear a mask. It's not wear a mask. It's not Except when science. you're eating or drinking, which is, you know, pretty intelligent, but not when you're screaming at a basketball player who's really laughing at you. And you better be lucky his wife wasn't there because she'd have put hands on him. Oh, yeah. She I'm sure LeBron and his family would have been more than happy to do whatever no, was LeBron, necessary. Not so much, but his, his wife would have put hands on that lady because have you, did you see her? No, I have not she, seen she LeBron's like, wife. She's built like a half sucker lollipop. Oh. So she can, yeah, she can throw if she, she decided and, to choose to. No, I'm talking about the courtside Karen. Oh, courtside Karen. I have not seen a picture of courtside Karen. Yeah, she got an ass like this. It literally looks like that. They oh, it's a little bit. Like it's like an any butt. Like her like butt's on the wrong side. Mm-mm, she ain't got none. It's literally like a long back, and it does that at the bottom. That's the only way you know it stops from her legs. That's the only way. How did how did we divulge but from this? I shut up. I did I did some due diligence on this and finds out that the guy, her husband. Oh, by the way, he's in his sixties. She's twenty five. So sugar daddy. Just so you know, uh huh. He's been hating on LeBron James since like two thousand and fifteen. So since LeBron basically goes, the move to Miami was that? Yep. He he hated him on around his second stint with Cleveland. He's yeah, just been following him around. Right. Yeah, so he he been following him around, giving him a hard time because he's a he's a billionaire allegedly. But I know them tight ass rings he's wearing. That ain't that ain't what it is, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I know they probably cost more than my car, but, but it looked like you had some of my daughter's hair braids. Just hold on to your <laughs> finger. That's not it. I'm uh. sorry. Like oh, if you're wealthy, you should afford better than that. And like at yeah. least somewhat you don't cleaner look. No, you don't need you don't need no huggers on your fingers. You don't need no diamonds in your forehead. So I next that shit out. So all right, stop. <laughs> all right. 
So that's basically what happens. So, of course, everybody's, you know, taking sides as you say, well, he shouldn't have did this. Well, she shouldn't have did that. My my personal take is heckling is fine. I believe in it. But there's always a limit to what you can and should say. Perfect example. Reggie Miller, Spike Lee. Hated each other. On the court. Still hate each other. Every time the Knicks and the Pacers played, what you see on TV, you saw Spike Lee join Reggie Miller, but he never crossed that line. Nowadays, you got people, you know, thinking, oh, I can say this, I can say that, ah, kill you, ah, damn your parents. Yeah. See, you're going to look too far. When that's not heckling. Blair, that's berating. That's fine. When you take it personal, that's insulting and that's not part of the game. And Russell Westbrook already proved it. If some of these players don't talk to them like that because he will respond to you. Russell Westbrook is a fool. Russell Westbrook LeBron is has a dog, a and tact. he's not afraid of nobody. Yeah, man. LeBron has more tact than Russell Westbrook. So, yeah, you can catch them right players. You, you better look at the malice in the palace. You better think about Ron Artest and all the silly shit he did. He, before yeah. he became Metal Dennis Rodman. <laughs> no, Dennis Rodman was another one. You don't say certain stuff to him. No, Rodman would have knocked your lights out, and he wouldn't have felt bad about Rodman it otherwise. Rodman would have punched her and paid the fine. And then, th- and then we're like, what? So, yes, it's a limit to every, it's a limit to heckling. You know, it's to a point where it becomes, okay, you should have said that. Because, based upon the information that I was given from you, I'm entirely in LeBron's corner. You and I both agree we are not LeBron fans. Not even close. However, LeBron has always carried himself with a certain level of class, dignity, and respect other than maybe the move on live television, but one slip-up being in the public eye. He cry a lot about calls and flops a lot, but... Still classy, dude. Still classy. Yeah, I I don't like his GMing also, but, like, that's... It's such ticky-tack. It's not, like, him personally. It's just some of the stuff he does on the court irritates the crap out of me because he's the softest 6'9 athlete I've seen in the world. Ever. Ever. I'm entirely on his side with everything that is going on. There is a certain um, level of integrity that needs to be upheld in the game. As long as you are heckling the player about what is transpiring in the game or about the game. Right. You want to get on somebody. Hey, man, you went 0 for 14. Your your field goal average just dropped. You garbage tonight. Okay. Yeah, be like, hey, hey man, LeBron, you still sending Ray Allen gift level. cards? Because he saved your legacy. Right. See? And that's that's proper heckling. Yeah. It's like, that's proper I've heckling. born, raised heckler. That is, is one of the, my favorite things to do in baseball is to heckle a player so much that they get inside their own head. I don't like you know attacking that. You people. You know I love it. Personally. But if anything pertaining to your game or what you're about on that like field of play have at it yeah but if you get about their family fair game or racially or anything that is yeah. clearly not above board nah get your ass out of the stadium you don't belong here everyone yeah. has become watch off went from social punches. media warriors to like public warriors and they don't realize that there are actual consequences when you heckle people in person so that, that's just how things are, I guess. But, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. So, 
All right, and switching over to news in the NFL. Let's talk about the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams trade. Hit me with your take because you're already shaking your head and I have a take you probably won't like pertaining to this. I think Detroit got the better of that deal. Oh, we are on I completely do. different ends of the spectrum, but I'd love to hear you out before I come to rash I just, judgment. I just think I think I think the Rams got fleeced. I do because you got of two first, you got two first round picks, a twenty a twenty twenty three and a twenty twenty two. Okay, two first round picks. You got a third round pick this year, and you get Matt Stafford, right? The Rams. Yep. Right. Massachusetts goes to the Rams. Detroit got Goff and what? Two first next two years. No, they just got Goff. <laughs> it's like what? Bullshit. No, you're right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's like Stafford. He ain't that dude no more. He's he's not healthy. I just I just don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't have faith in. Him. You're two years away from a Super Bowl. Are the Rams this, literally two years away? Was it two years? Or was it three? They're only two years no. post removed. That's right. So I mean, you got there with the same guy. Yeah, he might have choked in the Super Bowl, but oh, okay. he choked bad. Okay, but your Belichick exposed his ass. He, he still, he still got you there. What has Stafford ever done? What? How many post? How many postseason games has Stafford won? Is that the fault of the organization he's played in? Because his level yeah, of play Johnson. has continued yeah, to Johnson. be. Yeah, yeah Calvin Johnson. Name, name a receiver that Jerry Goff had that's on the level of Calvin Johnson. Look, there, how receiver. many receivers are on the level of Calvin Johnson this? in add, fairness? Add all the receivers Jerry Goff had together. Do they equal Megatron? Megatron is on an otherworldly level. All and Matthew Stafford's production did not drop significantly losing Megatron. Okay. Because losing Megatron, it should have fucking now. skyrocketed. Galladay <laughs> is still a solid number one receiver. That's why so many people going for him. Because Stafford. It was Galladay. I mean, it was Amendola. It was oh, Hall Jr. And then there was they got one more young up-and-comer who's actually really good. He, he got a core up there in Detroit. I can argue that Detroit's wide receivers core Who are all leaving in free agency, by the way. But we have a special visitor. No one cares about Roberto. He's about to join. Because I thought it was only if the moon was pink, the Yeti would show up. No, he's joining us as we speak. The world is ending or it's going to snow in Georgia and be like seven feet of snow. He is still connecting the audio and you were still talking shit. Really? He hasn't even properly joined the call. I don't care. I don't care. I said it. Did he hear me? Did I just waste all that? You may have blown a lot of smoke out for no apparent reason. That's fine. He could watch the, he could watch this back and then hear what I had to say. <laughs> all right, that's right. My audio's working now. Uh, see, now he's caught up to snuff. He's supposed to be the tech guy, and it took him that long. <sighs> well, I had to go get my laptop. And why do you feel this kind of way about Roberto? He made time in his schedule to come see us. First of all, I told you, it it only it's, happens. That's how me and Tony are. <laughs> 
Do you not know that the Yeti finally showed up? This is his second one in like three years. <laughs> Come on now. We've only been going in for two years. Similar dinner. All right. But at the same time, this is like the second one out of the three I said I was going to make. So I'm like, you know, my record's pretty good. Yeah, 66% is still, you know, you're passing. Yeah, I mean, 63 and above is passing. Now, I'm, if you I mean, add in I got a better record times, than LeBron. If you add in all the times. <laughs> you went there, not invited. me. <laughs> Wait. If you add in all the time Roberto's been invited, that, oh, that yeah. record, that drops. Hey, look, we ain't talking about <laughs> that. We ain't talking about that. Yeah, okay. I might show up to this one. Say it three hey, times, like, come twice. Look, That's I'm, good. Hey, Roberto, be, you coming to this one? You coming to this one? Look, 47 I'm gonna be, times. I'm going to be just like the uh, like the Mets management and be like, I ain't talking about it. <laughs> like, leave, right. leave my personal business right. out of this. Hey, no tangents. Stop it. You, you're the one that started this tangent. Don't even give me that. I was... I was pointing myself. You literally jumped at Roberto for no reason. Okay, where we're at Roberto right now is we were discussing the Lions trade with the Rams and who got the better end. Tony says I mean, that the Lions got the better end of the trade. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm going to jump right in and just say that I am inclined to agree with that. Um, but also, if you look at the the Rams' track record... They really have not been using their picks. I mean, not like, for the last five years. They they didn't. I mean, their picks are all gone. They they're throwing those things away. I think they've figured out a way to navigate around it now. Wait, you think Detroit has been useful of their picks? I mean, <laughs> it's it's better than Jacksonville. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about the five straight years of wide receivers that he drafted. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just to be sure, it's, it's a bad look. But I mean, at the same time, like they got Jalen Ramsey. You know what I mean? You got Donald. They got, uh, I mean, they got Aaron, Aaron Donald. Like, they've gotten a lot of things out of practically nothing, but trading to other teams more than using their own picks. And I don't know if it's because they, like, well, we have a good record. Our pick is going to be in the low, you know, you know, high 20s, I guess, maybe. If you get a pick, I mean, like, the Dolphins get, like, five first-round picks or something. Like, you know, things work funny. And, yeah, I God forbid the Texans, like, we're not even – let me not talk about them, but let's not do that. Yeah, let's the not Rams, talk about Arvick and his foolishness. <laughs> the Rams have made, like, they have made sugar out of shit year after year, and I'm not sure how they keep doing it. And I was talking to my friends, and he was like, why would the Rams need their first-round pick? They haven't been using them, and they haven't been this. And I wanted to argue, and I've been like, well, yeah. They still make the playoffs Yeah, every they year. keep making the playoffs, and they keep throwing, I mean, not throwing away, giving away a bunch of first-round picks. And it's mainly as somebody who get, has not paid attention, a lot of attention. Agency. Yeah, yeah. Free agency has been has been fantastic for them. I mean, but again, you're like, hey, do you want to come live in LA and we'll pay you a crap ton of money because we have cap space? It's like who's it's, gonna say no to that offer? Yeah, it's, it's like, like look, well, look right. one year <laughs> contract, come over, try it out. We're putting together a hell of a team. We look at our defense in the front, we got Aaron Donald in the back, we got Jalen Ramsey. So I mean, you can throw in other guys and role players and stuff, but you got two superstars right there, and I, it's it's been working for them. I mean, now obviously, I'm looking at it from the the Lions' perspective, and I don't know how much John Matthew Stafford has done to warrant all that. Because I mean, they gave him like what 38 first round picks. And they gave Jared two Goff. first round picks <laughs> and Jared. Like, if I was Jared Goff, I'd probably be punch in the air right now i'd be 
I'd be somewhere packing up, getting ready to go to Detroit from LA, and I'd be like, "Cause you're going from palm trees to drive-bys, like yeah, you were going like, the wrong direction." Not if he go to a certain part, he'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sure that he's going to be in a nice part of Michigan. I'm sure he's going to be in a nice little sweet spot. But like, you got to think again. As a quarterback, you really want to be. If you trade in quarterbacks, I want it to be a one-to-one thing. Like, if you're trading for me. Like if me and Tony were both quarterbacks and somebody was like, I'm going to give you Roberto uh, three first round picks, two second round picks, and just give me Tony. I'd be like, damn, hold up. That's that's very hurtful. Is Tony that much better than me? Uh, well, I mean, yes, since you asked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is how we're phrasing it. So both of you are citing that the Lions got the better end of the deal. I mean, to be fair – Look at it like this. The Detroit Rams was already quarterback. They were already getting rid of Stafford. Detroit was already yeah. going part way with Stafford. Yeah. And Stafford said Everything. every team was available other than New England. That's the only team he did not want to come so, play for. Every, yeah. You got to think about it. What, you could get a fourth round pick for a guy that's already wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. That's still a win. Yeah. Now, now the you real have question space is and money and future. And the, the real question is can Stafford play a whole season? Yeah. Behind that's the Rams' old line, it's possible. It does yeah. not matter. He hadn't been healthy in like eight years. He's all behind Detroit's O line. We'd be dead. That doesn't yeah. even matter. You know what it takes? Mm-hmm. One hit. Ask Drew Brees. It takes one hit. Yeah, sure. Drew Brees was forty when he got hit, but I mean, yeah, yeah. That's I guess I guess Stafford we'll just add like eight years on to Stafford. Pretend Stafford he's is dead. like 36, 37. and he's has has a bigger, longer history file than Drew Brees. Stafford like is thirty five. 35. Is he? Oh, okay. He's 35, now, I believe. How do you not know how old your boy from Georgia is, Tony? Because I was all about <laughs> green. David Green. Huh? Okay. But green. I'm going to decide no, completely the he's, opposite he's way. He's 32. He was, oh, his he's birthday. even younger. Tony, what are you February, doing? February 7th, 1988. Adding all the injuries, he's 48. So what, his birthday nah. is going to be? Actually, damn, his birthday is the same day as my brother, come to think of it. Oh, look at that. That worked out nicely. Um, now look yeah. at his injury history. <laughs> oh yeah, his his injury history. I'm sure it's going to be. He was injured last year. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I I feel like maybe all of a sudden he's going to feel better. <laughs> feel pretty elite behind a good offensive line. Now, look, like, he won't mm. take the hits. He won't take the hits. He took to Detroit. No, that's well, for he's damn still sure. Gonna, he's still going to take hits. If you can tell me I'm get, moving away from Khalil Mack twice a year, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Yeah, but so, now you gotta, you still gotta see, you still in the NFC though. It don't let matter. Me, let me let me run down this injury list real real quick. Uh, oh November two thousand nineteen, back tailbone fracture. Uh, two thousand sixteen to December, hand finger locate uh, dislocation. October two thousand eleven, hand finger fracture. October two thousand eleven, pedal ankle strain, pull unspec- unspecified grade one pull. I don't know what that means. That's uh, two thousand ten, shoulder AC joint separation. 2010 again, shoulder AC joint separation. Uh, December 2009, shoulder AC joint separation. November 2009, shoulder AC separation. October of 2009, knee patella dislocation. So, so basically every year he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, but he missed two games here, four games here. Like he re injured his shoulder again and again and again. Because there is a video that is floating around of him getting injured. Getting taken out for a play and then coming mm-hmm. back, throwing the game-winning touchdown, and then yeah. getting the medical help he needs. Yeah, the man and is the unbelievably wild, tough. 
I'm not taking away from his yeah, stuff. The wild I'm thing is that saying. all those injuries, I just, I just, all those injuries, he he didn't miss more than five games out of out of any one of those injuries. Which I mean, I don't know if that's desperation or if it's just, I mean, you know, adrenaline from the NFL game. NFL grade meds. You know, he broke his neck. He'll be back in three weeks. <laughs> Basically, that is what is happening. Just, I'm saying the Rams got the better end of this deal. If you look at where they're at, based on contract. Stafford is a $32 million a year quarterback. That's what he's paid at. Yeah. Goff, you're paying him for four more steal. years for $39 million. You had your turn to talk. You can wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sir, <laughs> what I was saying was Goff is being paid $38 million a year for the next four years. Minimum. That's guaranteed money. You ain't getting out of that. Detroit has to front that bill. So regardless of Goff is your wonder boy or he's trash... You can't do anything about it. Stafford has two years left on a deal for $32 million. You traded two first-round draft picks for those two years of service. It's better than going in the draft and hoping for the best. The Rams have a history, as Roberto was saying, of not even using a first-round pick anyway. Like the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. You use yeah. Matthew Stafford with Cam Akers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Gerald Everett, a solid O-line, and then you got Donald and Ramsey housing one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, yeah. that's a win-now move. Based upon where that organization's at, that yeah, is what you do. Now. You go all-in for a quarterback. I would yeah. say Stafford got the better deal, but I'm still saying oh, yeah. Detroit came got up. the better deal. Detroit's going to waste those draft picks anyway. That's what they do. I, we don't I mean, they know They drafted that. Okuda, just, and he just was they a have... horrible rookie. But remember, I also said before the year started, Okuda in that dude. I said he was overrated. Remember, I said that. You did say that. And I said, our guy AJ going to surprise people. What happened? He's the highest rated rookie cornerback. That dude was a beast. It took a minute to wake up, but once his awareness and his speed of the game came up, he was good. He didn't have a preseason. He looked good on preseason. Hey, Okuda looked good on paper. Like that's all it was. But he also didn't play against opponents. You know that. But that's what happens sometimes. Is like I was having this argument about what's going to happen. Now that uh, the Washington racist, I'm sorry, the Washington football team, uh, now that they're w- minus one quarterback, and now he's moving on to be Big Ben's understudy. Yep. Like, what do you do with that? I mean, like, you know, you're moving quarterbacks around. And again, I think Jared Goff has been hindering the Rams, if you ask me. If they had me. a better quarterback, they would have beaten us in the Super Bowl. Yeah. No one's going like, to argue honestly, that point. Honestly, that's that's it is what it is. And like Jared Goff is not crap by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think he's trash. I would never say that about him. I, serviceable is I probably the think, best word I think he had use. a very good season. I will say serviceable. Yeah. yeah, he's he's serviceable. Like he is Jared Goff is one of those guys that I'm sure in a couple of years he's going to be fantastic on CBS Sports, like doing broadcast stuff. But I just don't see I mean I don't know what it is that he had to make a little flash of greatness and that's it. But I, I don't I think know. that greatness was Sean McVay. I don't might, think that was genuinely God. I don't, I'm yeah. not even going to say that because they don't Sean McVay starting to get figured out. Yeah, that's true. Still He's figured out figured his out. way to the playoffs. Yeah. That's fine. That's a, that's a good way to get figured out. <laughs> yeah. If I I'll take playoffs Ramsey, every year as a head coach. If, if I had that defense instead of the shit I got here in Atlanta, we'd have made the playoffs too. Oh, for sure, because your defense uh, was porous. Easily. Roberto would be running for all, 250 on look him. Look at all the one yeah, we, I, we lost. I was about look, to say look the, at same all the same games. 
Look at all the one-score games we lost. Look at all the mm-hmm. games we lost on the very last possession of the game. That's eight losses right there. Mm-hmm. Eight. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta fans yeah. always have it rough. It's either hey, Georgia look, Bulldogs I've, losing on the last play to Alabama. I've accepted it. I've accepted it. I love my squads. I'm going to rock like, with my squads. I don't, don't even it. care. If don't you do it, I'm hanging up. <laughs> don't run down that list. <sighs> I mean, it, you know, it's it's relaxing being a Giants fan because, you know, you, you're already losing at the half, so you're not, like, worried about coming back. You know? Right. We get the lead. I'm like, damn, how are we going to blow it this time? Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's my whole just, thought process every game. And then you beat the Seahawks for no damn reason this year. Like, what was up? <laughs> I, was, I was upset. I was upset because I was just seeing our, the whole, like, after the first, like, three or four games, people were like, you know, the last time the Giants started 0-4, they went to the Super I Don't do it. Not this year. We don't even deserve, like, we don't have the thing that we needed to go. Like, so, I, like, my wife is a Saints fan, and I was like, I'm just going to I'm just gonna watch y'all games because I don't need to watch. Because the, the game, the two games I watched, the Giants games, they won both games. And I was like, I'm going to stop watching. I think I was, what, four, four out of six this year on picks? When you I were four out of six with the Giants, and the Giants yeah. screwed me every time, just like every Super Bowl. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> every damn time. Oh, for man. Hey, Roberto. Like, there's a Pats fan picking us. <laughs> hey, hey, Roberto, you do know that my daughter picked like the last four weeks of the matchups, right? And she has oh, a yeah. winning record against Damn. Brent. <laughs> Damn. He this just man. picked it because of the colors. <laughs> she, I always mean, picked, she said Tennessee it. looked like a meteor. And she, that's why she kept yeah, picking she like, them. I like them. And, I, and she likes Lamar. And that's it. Everything else, yeah. she was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice. I mean, that's, nice that's, that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, on to the next one. While we are on the topic of the NFL, we have the Super Bowl. Who do we have and why? I want some keys to the game for each team from both of you. I'm not doing Tampa. Damn, no. Okay, Roberto can do Tampa. Or I can do Tampa. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. Look, you know what I was about (laughs) to say? I said, I already know that you're not going to do it because, of course, again, my wife is like, nope. Nope. Exactly. So, yeah, nah, bro. NFC South is bitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you would be because again, let me let, let me just have the, the three seconds to say this, and it's going to be like two minutes. Uh, <laughs> first of all, like no disrespect to Tom Brady. We all know like Tom Brady is a fantastic quarterback. The goat. But can we please stop this fucking bullshit? Like Tom Brady came down here and used the 2018 19 bucks. And got to the Super Bowl. That is not what happened. Like you have, to, like the the team that got built around him. Bruce Arians was smart, and there's nothing against Tom Brady again because I feel like every time we try to be realistic about Tom Tom Brady, it comes off as like, oh, you hate him, and it's not. It had he taken the exact same team from 2017, 18, or whatever that was that was like abysmal. Like I think Mike Evans had just gotten there, and the team hey, was one, terrible. One last year's team. Yeah. No, there were so many shiny new additions between Fournette, McCoy, then you had Antonio Brown, then you had Gronk. McCoy didn't even. Plus Winfield. We don't care about McCoy. Winfield's a solid rookie. Again, like the the gift of Leonard Fournette and just having somebody as a threat, just like, oh, maybe we might. Oh, damn, they got Gronkowski. Oh, no, wait, wait, there's Antonio Brown. Oh, damn, there's Godwin. There's Mike Evans. Who are we going to cut? Like, it's too hard, especially if you just throw it in the vicinity. I mean, again, this is the same reason why Odell was so good because Eli was like, I would purposely throw it away from him and he would just make the grab. Like, I know 
I could throw it around him and he'll get mm -hmm. it. I don't have to throw it at him directly. I throw it behind and, him, in front of him, whatever. He adjusts and makes that play. And, and Tom no Brady is not a, an inaccurate quarterback. He's not a rookie quarterback. He is arguably the best quarterback of our time. And if you give him those people, even if they're like, you know, the first couple games, they're like, oh, we're shaky. They don't know each other yet. They don't know the plays. And, you know, you had him fussing at Mike Evans and you had him fussing at Antonio Brown a couple of times. Like, hey, come on, man. You're supposed to run a slant. You ran a hitch. Get it together. That's like baby shit. You know what I'm saying? After they got the machine rolling, there are so many pieces on that team that are fantastic that Tom Brady, all he had to do really – I mean, you saw, what's that guy's name? Uh, Scotty Miller? Yeah, he jumped in there. The white slot receiver for no reason. Yeah, he, he jumped in there, and he looked like goddamn... Young Edelman for all, no yeah, reason. Man. Oh, yeah, man. It was, again, not saying that there's there's anything wrong with having a good team, because I feel like sometimes people are like, well, that's unfair. You did what you were supposed to, and your front office put together a good team. It's like the Chiefs did this every year, and no one's giving Mahomes any flack for it. No. Because, no. like, if I had Travis Kelsey, Samuel Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who's criminally underrated at that running back position, yeah, and then you add McCole Hardman speed on top of that? From really? UGA. That's great front office work. From UGA. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire from LSU, and he's been... Yeah, I gave both your school shout-outs, so you're welcome. I'm saying, SEC, baby, that's what it's yeah. about. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, arguably, the probably the rookies of the year offensively you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and you got Herbert, and and you got Justin Herbert at quarterback, who's playing at a level that I wasn't aware that he was going to play at. Because he and played again, at Oregon, that's why no one thought he was like that yeah, quarterback. I'm, I'm still saying that if Joe Burrow played this entire season, he'd have out of the world numbers. I'm still sticking about it. Yeah, hmm? yeah. I'm I'm saying think, he would have better numbers than Herbert. I I didn't even bring him up. Strictly because I'm still hurt that he got hurt. Because oh, he I'm, was making the league better to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to root against any rookie. He was, he was fun to watch. And I think sometimes that's maybe why if you watch basketball and you think about watching Lob City Clippers or watching the Spurs, the Tony Parker Spurs play, the Spurs are going to have a better record and probably going to win. But the Lob City Clippers were a lot of fun to watch, even if they lost. Yeah, because Chris were Paul to Jordan or to Griffin was just – that was fun was to watch. Fun to watch. Let, let, me, let me make one statement, and then we get off this topic because we're going to talk about this all night long. People act Tampa Bay was a bad squad before Brady got there when they had Jameis Winston. No. A, a lot of people forget. Jameis Winston still led the league in passing yards. He had over 5,000 yards. Yes, he had 30 touchdowns, but he also had 30 interceptions. Yeah. If he didn't have – if, if you take away those half of those interceptions, they easily make the playoffs. Easily. Yeah, if you turn and those interceptions to touchdown, it's basically Brady's numbers even, from this year because Brady was 42 turn, touchdowns, you, 12 picks. He threw for less you yards. Turn him in, just turn him in, in a incompletion. Yeah. Take away half of that and turn him in incompletion. We beat yeah. him twice on interceptions. Because yeah, Brady threw three picks against the Packers. He kept giving them a chance to go to the Super exactly. Bowl, and Aaron Rodgers just once again proved he's not clutch so, when he needed yeah, to be. We can we can give Brady credit, but let's not act like he went to a bad squad. He went to a competitive squad. They had a solid defense when he got there. You still got Edwin, Edwards Evans, who's a highly underrated receiver. 
and you had Godwin who had a breakout year and kept it going. You still had your pieces there. Any any quarterback would have loved uh, to come there. SEC boy, yeah, Delvin White. Right, Devin White is one of the on fastest defense. linebackers I have ever hey, seen Roberto, in my life. He, he only saw Devin play this year. He didn't even know about him. Boy, I didn't know he existed, and then I started watching I tape said, on him. Like, dude, said, he, why he's so fast? Sideline, he is the fastest Bad linebacker in the league. Sideline to sideline, he, was, he used to be at the he used to be at the LSU games, and him and uh, Clyde would be racing each other, and they'd be laughing and stuff. He out there, he's out there running with the wide receivers, pretending like he's like you know he's um, again he's faster, but LSU puts out. A ton of super fast DBs. I mean, every year. At, yeah, I mean, it, you look at uh, hell. I'm you not, go all the way back to Honey Badger. Yep. And I'm not gonna lie though. I plays. would take I would take your boy Vincent Junior. Oh, I'd yeah. take him in like the third, at the latest. Yeah, I would I would grab him just because he he got happen. some ball skills. Yeah. He got some ball skills. Yeah, man. It's, it's a rough year, man. But you know. You guys will bounce back eventually. Okay, but, uh, we'll get away from the back yeah, on the whole it. Super Bowl topic, yeah, anybody yeah. else have anything to say more for the Buccaneers squad, or do I have to no. champion for no. this? I mean, honestly, no. I think the only their key to the game, and I don't want to do like, you know, if I was Booger McFarlane, I was like, the key to their game is don't making sure the defense stops the offense from scoring points and then have their offense score more points. Booker was so hard to watch. Booker. He was just a joke oh as an analyst and He's a like, commentator. And just, the key, the he key should, to the game, you, you got to go out there. Tampa Bay, that's the key to the game. But Tom the thing Brady, is, like, if John Madden said that, you'd be like, oh, that's deep. Yeah. But, like, Booker, you're just like, no. Shut up, Booker. Just, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if, if, they can, if they can keep Patrick Mahomes, if they can keep him human, and stop letting like again if he gets away from them and I know that everybody's like we'll just corral Patrick Mahomes because like because he can't throw <laughs> because Tyreek Hill is not going to get open you know like throw on the run he shows that yeah he, like he can look at it and throw the ball to receivers while he's staring at your coach on the sideline yeah. like but why and but how it's the hard part is that you have to have really good man coverage and rush and get pressure on him. Without letting which him is, escape the pocket. Which again, <laughs> because he's criminally he, underrated as a runner. He's like the yeah. third best rushing quarterback in the league, and no one talks about it. Yeah, which is it's just funny because they talked about that on uh, – who was that that they played? Um, Jesus, they just played him in the, the championship. Bills? The Bills. Uh, the coach was like, hey, watch him do that little old man jog off the field. You know Patrick Mahomes does that little jog where he looks like he's hurt. Yeah. He's going to fool you. He'll do that and then run a 4-2 right past you. And you're like thinking, you're oh, well, maybe he's hurt. Maybe we can just give him a little bit of space. And then he gets right around you. And yep. if he has to throw up behind the back pass or something, he will do it. And again, if you can't, if you try to contain him or try to like crash, Clyde will just block and then get open. And then now you have to worry about Clyde on the opposite side of the numbers, one-on-one with one of your DBs. Yeah, because Mahomes, Watson, and Lamar are just otherworldly and speed. Yeah. They can yeah. throw the ball and they can run, but Lamar's the least complete passer of the three. Yeah, by far. And it's 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 rough because there is no there is no good game plan for the Chiefs. The only game plan the Bucks can really have is just hope Tom comes out there and he plays better than Mahomes, and hopefully the Bucks defense can pressure Mahomes enough to where he has some incompletions. Maybe they can get a turnover. Um, they're going to, have to be super aggressive, and once they're that aggressive, 
the, I mean, Fat Andy is just going to dial up something. And to, they better not, the Kansas City better not be down by three with a minute left in the game because they're going to win that game. Yeah. Tampa yeah. better kick a field goal at the, at the end of the game. Because <laughs> them fools score in two seconds. Yeah, because yeah, you need to basically keep Devin White somehow on Travis Kelsey, but also at the same time spying on Mahomes. Like, he can't do it's both. like Levante David's going to have to do one or the other. It's yeah, deciding which two of the linebackers are going to do. Levante is gonna be not going to cover it. He is not going to hang with Kelsey. You so gotta, then you, you need to put Levante basically on Mahomes have to and hope for the best. White. You got to put White on Kelsey and hope David can corral Mahomes from getting out yeah. that backfield. Because the minute he hit yeah. that corner, he's going past it's David. A wrap. You're gonna tell all your all your uh, D linemen like as soon as you see him wind up, everybody just do this and try to like because you don't know where the ball is gonna go. Nobody he may knows. flick it and sidearm it around you. He may heave it and toss it above you. You gotta just try and hope that yep. somehow you can disrupt him, and that makes for a good Super Bowl. You know, like you you don't really have a thing where you can say, oh, well, all they gotta do is just contain that one player. And they'll be fine. All right, Tony, your keys for the Chiefs. Just win. I don't have any keys. Just beat them. I don't care what happens. I'm just here to see the weekend at halftime. I don't care about the game like that. Commercial's <laughs> going to be garbage because most of the people ain't doing it no more. I You're excited that. about the weekend? What? Am I the only one that does not give a rip about it? Yes. Because like they missed their that. chance with Metallica years ago, and that that would nah, have been bro. my ideal thing. Now they're way too old. Yeah, it was way should have been like five, ten years, years ago. ago. It was way too old ten years ago. Yeah, but I mean, you can't. It's the Super Bowl, so you can't. It's. It, I. I would never want to be scheduling people for the Super Bowl halftime, like ever. Yeah, let alone for COVID. Trying to figure all that crap out. You have to worry about like. On. Okay. Yeah, I could get Queens of the Stone Age. And there will be a couple of 30-somethings and 40-somethings that will be like, oh, I used to like this band. They're not a, like a legendary band, but I love yep. them. And then you got to worry about the 20-somethings that are watching that are going to be like, who? Who is Why? this? You it's know. like they are from the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, who are these old guys? And you're like, oh, these guys are like 40. Relax. <laughs> I mean, are you going to so. get, you know, I don't know what the hell. Like, what do you, like, Elton Nickelback. John? Or Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> no. you, could get, you could definitely get Nickelback. First Probably all, for a nickel. It'll be like First ten bucks. All, I don't. I don't understand the Nickelback hate because they're a good group. So were, but anyway, well, we've got that topic horribly Look at sidetracked. This photograph. Every time. I'm sorry. Are I, we looking at your high school photos? Nope. Oh, you don't want to do that. I was adorable. Mm, unlikely. All right. So <laughs> while we're on the topic of best teams, because we just went from the Super Bowl, would you like to start? With the Detroit Lions' best team of all time, or would you like me to start with the Cleveland Look, Browns' best team of all time? You need to start because I'm still in. The, I have a conundrum of what quarterback I want to put on this team. <laughs> it's a it's a solid choice, but you know what? I'll let Roberto make the decision. I'll give you the oh, stats. I yeah, mean, let me let me do so. I gotta do some okay. homework. Okay, no, since you got no something interesting brewing, hit it up, Tony. Just, you're just pay start. attention. All right, so as you know, Roberto, we've done. We put together the best all-time team of every team. Any player that's played for that team for a certain amount of time, not a day or two days, Brent. I've never done that. <laughs> I didn't put Brady on the Bucks, even though he's the best quarterback. Only one with a winning record in Bucks history. Every other so, one is 500 or worse. And we, we try to make that's it wild. fair. We'll take everything into account. 
Last week I had a conundrum with Green Bay. Mm. Uh, it was Bart Starr, Aaron Rodgers. I went with Bart yeah. Starr because he got like 92 championships. Yeah, that's so, so, and it's kind of the same yeah, thing I mean, this year, this, this, this week with Detroit. It's Matt Stafford who has the records or it's Bobby Lane who got the championships. Man, if, I'm sure if you asked a Lions fan, <laughs> they would be so like, Give me Matt Stafford in that era. <laughs> <laughs> I want look, and the thing is, Bobby Lane only played from 1950 to 1958. Matt Stafford played from 2009 to 2020 in an easier league. We can already agree that, right? Yeah. More, mm-hmm. more pass happy league. Bobby Lane has three NFL championships, six Pro Bowls, seven All Pro. Led the NFL in passing twice. Led the NFL in touchdowns. Led the NFL in completions. Is on the 1950s All Decade team. Has his number retired, and is in the Hall of Fame. And he's also one of the last players to wear a face mask in a game. He still had to. <laughs> <laughs> the leather helmet. Everybody else had on protecting the, the face mask. He's like, nah. And he used to come to practice drunk. I mean, that's my dude. <laughs> I mean, it, it was 1950, so I think that was kind of so, like <laughs> now, that was the thing. We, now we look at Matt Stafford, Format. comeback player of the year. Okay, that's good. One Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. but he has eight, eight NFL records, most pass attempts of the season. First player with 60 completions in each game of a season. That's nuts. That is. That's that's retarded. Most fourth like how fourth far quarter down comeback. were they? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Most fourth quarter most fourth quarter comebacks in the season. He had eight. Hmm, clutch. Fastest yeah. QB took twenty thousand yards, thirty thousand yards, forty thousand yards, and forty five thousand yards. He'll be the fastest to fifty, probably. So you see how I'm like Stafford got he got ammo. Yeah, he does. But Bobby Lane got the got ammo. He got yeah, a lot of. You know, the wild part is that what uh, Matt Stafford has played like what 163, 168 games, something somewhere yeah. in that range, and he has he has like 200 and some odd touchdowns. I can't remember how many it is. It's not like not 200. I forget how much it is. I remember I looked it up because somebody was like, if Matt Stafford is getting all this stuff from the Rams, when Deshaun Watson goes to get traded, he needs to get twice as much. Deshaun not going nowhere. And I was No, like, the organization's not going to let him be free. He's not going nowhere, dude. You might well forget that. Yeah. But, you know, like looking at his numbers versus the time, like the bad part is that Matthew Stafford was playing against Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and hell, even Eli Manning and Drew Brees and – Hell, Kurt Kurt Warner. Like there are so many people in that in the like Matthew Stafford is not going to make that all decade team. No, he's not. He's he not even. He's not even close. Like his numbers are fantastic, but you got to think: Are you going to be in there above anybody yeah. that like? I, I'm trying to think of the person that I would. Because Matthew would, Stafford is the wish version of Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Did I just get some Matt Ryan love? What? You, do you, like, Berto, I've been paying you attention. How how rare that I hear this? People I hear mean, statistically off, off topic. People statistically, Stafford trade. is better, but Ryan actually made some wins in the playoffs, and that's yeah. what matters. 
Yeah. And Brian has had good seasons. Me. Yeah. And All right. Hard- so look, I'm kind of leaning toward Bobby Lane. I would I I would probably pick Lane only because if you have to pick somebody who's more important to that franchise, um, even if I mean that's hard because if you had to ask me like, okay, well who would you pick, you know, uh you know, who would be more of an influential giant and different and the only set because Lawrence Taylor's birthday between Lawrence Taylor and you know, Strahan. Like Strahan to me, and as an adult, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's my dude." Lawrence Taylor was like a god already by the time I was even paying attention to football. And see, I grew up watching him. Yeah, yeah Lawrence so Taylor is the the legend. He's like he is, my favorite player to watch on tape. Yeah, period. Yeah, it, it, it's nasty watching. Like you're just like, that's not. Well, he night, maybe night you know it's that same lane. thing. Yeah, it's like that same thing when you're watching old old like bill russell tape and everybody's like a foot shorter than him and they look uncoordinated by comparison and not because they were bad it's just he's that good that he makes everybody that good you you better ask will chamberlain how good bill russell was yeah you better ask him you know and and that's that's the hard part because people are like well bill russell got like 45 rings and only because he's playing against plumbers he played he beat wilt for like five of them yeah, I was like, but Wilt Chamberlain ain't no damn slouch. Did you forget that? He he beat Wilt. He has a winning record against Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Nobody else does. Yeah, not Nobody. even condoms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went there. Oh, no. All right, Tony, hit us back Can on we track. Mute him? Can we mute him for the rest of the segment? Now? I am not muting Roberto. He makes such right, so rare appearances due to his busy work schedule. We're going to run through mine now. We're going to run through mine. All right, so Bobby Lane for my quarterback. That's fair. So Sorry, Matt. running Best back, there. running back, easy choice. Barry Sanders. I saw. Yeah. I, grew, I watched. I watched him play. He used to come to the to the Fulton County Stadium and just make us look like fools, like everybody else. Though, but and my back, my other running back, no slouch, Doke Walker. Oh, oh, Doke. I mean, the fucking college trophy. rushing championship is named after him. Does have a trophy backs. named after him? Yeah. Doke Walker. Yeah. Also, he was a wide receiver, a kicker, a kick returner, and a punt returner. I said kicker. I did. He, he was a busy man. So yeah. that's half that's half my squad right there was just him. All right. <laughs> Wide receiver, of course, from Georgia, Megatron. You gotta pick Megatron. No, you're not gonna not pick Megatron. Who I and, mean like, I don't even know who would be in second. Herman Moore. Yeah, you see like let's not let's not, not Megatron. Him. It's a, we cannot it's a we drop. cannot <laughs> Herman. No, no, no. Herman. You know, Moore. you gotta pick. Like who would you want? You wanna be Megatron, you wanna be Herman. I wanna be Megatron. Hell, like, I just want to be his height. I'm okay with that. Okay, watch this. Calvin Johnson, six Pro oh, Bowls. Six yeah. Pro Bowls, okay? Herman Moore, yeah. four Pro Bowls. Megatron. Calvin Johnson, four All-Pros. Herman Moore, four All-Pros. Calvin Johnson, NFL reception leader, one time. Herman Moore, twice. Who had the longer Who career? Who was Herman's competition? Is what I wonder because I'm sure well, Calvin, if you look at who was who was over Herman Calvin. played it from 1991 to 2001. So, so he had a 10 year career versus a nine year career. Yeah, so it's pretty even. So, pretty much, I mean, yeah, it's pretty even. They're both in the Lions Ring of Honor, but only Calvin's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, this year. I mean, it's not it's not that big a drop off. It's literally okay. You got Calvin. Herman's right there. 
It's not like he was a slouch. Just Megatron's refreshing our minds. So he, played with, he played with Barry Sanders. So his yeah. numbers, he played with Barry Sanders. So if his numbers, if he didn't have Barry, his numbers might have been better. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, or what are you going to do? Not pass it? Yeah. You, know, you got to pass it sometime. But are you not going to hand it I off mean, to Barry Sanders? Yeah. Like, you got so Barry Sanders in your backfield. Barry. My offense is built around that man. Barry yeah. is going to carry 40 times a game. You why why would you not? He's gonna get forty touches. I don't think it'll be carries, but like he wants screens, oh, he, he little scat back passes, he'll he wants have little trick routes, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, whatever you can, like please, whatever you can do to get so, Barry Sanders the ball, that's what I'm doing. I just want y'all to know, I like I watch everybody I'm naming except for my quarterback Bobby Lane. I watch play pretty much. So what you're saying is you're old. I am old. Shit, I'm. <laughs> I'm thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm gonna keep getting older. I, I remember being that, being young enough to watch the like the bills lose in back-to-back super bowls back to back to back it was but four. you know like i was, was four. so far and yeah four in a row i was so far like worrying about the knicks and worrying about what was going to happen and you know like watching the sid bream braves you know like watching them dudes play you know like i was so on everything else that i don't think detroit even was on my radar hey, just a side Barry note Sanders. just a side note Peyton Manning and Tom Brady could beat Sid Bream in a foot race. That bad? <laughs> yes. Damn. Yes. 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 Yeah. Every time Roberto's right. on, we always end up talking about the foot Stop race it. between Brady Stop and Manning. We, we're, we're doing it again. All right. Tight end, Charlie Sanders. 70s okay. all-decade team. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go with my lines. Let's go with my tackles first. I'm going to do Luke Kriegmer, 1950-59. Got a he couple titles. Good. Yeah, yeah, eight Pro Bowls, seven All Pro, Hall of Fame. Then right tackle, I'm gonna go Lomas Brown, eighty-five to ninety-five. Yeah, if your name Lomas, you gotta be, you gotta be yeah. strong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my guards, Harley Sewell, fifty-three to sixty-two. My guard, mother guard is John Gordy. This is kind of where they get weak. They're weak across the line. They're they're solid, but they're not a top tier line. Uh, my center is Kevin Glover. So my offensive line is probably the weak spot, but with Barry Sanders in the backfield, he's used to that. So and then you add Megatron as an outlet weapon. Yeah, you got something there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's go with my deep, drunk ass my defense throwing the ball around everywhere. So yeah, I think my receivers over there. Yeah. yeah. Now, while I think the offensive line is the weaker unit for offense, I think the defense in general is weak. Uh oh. I'm not saying is what's our what's our rank? Let me see. I'm not saying they're probably like, like not 14, 15, but they're like this is gonna it's gonna cause them yeah, to they're slip not, like under the Giants. They're not mm. Saints overall bad, but all right, let's go defensive end. I want to go Al Baker, play from seventy eight to eighty two. Sixty five sacks, defensive rookie player of the year. That's pretty much his accolades. Couple yeah. Pro Bowls. That's pretty much it. My other DN, I'm going to Robert Porcher, 92 to 06. You younger kids should know about him. 95 sacks. Y'all almost made the 100 sack club. Uh, I'm going to take both my tackles. Roger Brown, called Pro Bowls, played in the 60s. And then one of my favorite actors, Alex Karras, 58 to 70. 60s All-Decade Team, Hall of Fame. Multiple Pro Bowls and stuff. Now, linebackers. You'll recognize one name, Chris Spielman, mm-hmm. solid linebacker. 
Is he a world beater? Nah, no. And then Alex Wojciechowski-Witz. 38 to... 1938-1946. My last name was difficult. That's how far back I had to go for a decent linebacker. <laughs> All right, let's go cornerbacks. My, one of my cornerbacks is Liam Barney. He's played for 10 years, 67 to 77. You can just tell yep. by the names what Liam, generation we're looking at. <laughs> Liam Barney, re- rookie defensive player of the year. He led the NFL in interceptions, and I think he's the current interceptions leader. And then one of my favorite players that I watched on tape, Dick Knight Train Lane. He is a murderer. Yep. I mean, he's got multiple. <laughs> he's got like a list of accolades. But that's one of the players you didn't want to get hit by back in the 60s. He well, only Night played Train's five not years. a friendly nickname. No. I put it to you, I'm going to put it to you like this. He played five years. Five. Made the 50th, the 75th, and the 100th, 100th anniversary team. Dang. Played five years. Short career, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, that's probably why it was short. <laughs> Torpedo and everybody. He was in murder. Cam Chancellor before Cam Chancellor, but way better. So, yeah, he has NFL record 14 interceptions in a season, 50s all decade team, two time NFL interception leaders, multiple Pro Bowls and all pros. I mean, 68 interceptions in his career in five years. That's, that's ridiculous. That's what, 11 that's picks per year? And yeah, he, I was about to say. He's and then he lay, and then he put you to sleep if he hit you. So, all right. My safety, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Jack Christensen, 1950 to 1958. 50s all decade team, 100th anniversary team, and then Yale Laurie, 1952 to 1964, and he was also the punter. So, but I took another punter, uh, Sam Martin, 2013 to 2019. My kicker is Jason Hansen, 92 to 2012. My punt return is Mel Gray. And my coach is Raymond Parker. He has a 577 winning percentage. And 3-1 in the playoffs. And that is it. That is my squad. You ready to take a trip to Cleveland? Yes, multiple Clevelands. Let's go. All right, for Cleveland. Oh, wait, Roberto, he couldn't use anybody from Baltimore. So anybody that was on that team, they're no longer a Cleveland Brown. You threw me a challenge. I rose to it. This team is still, I think, world beaters. Like this is a problem. Okay. So you're start. You're starting with Baker Mayfield, right? <laughs> no, no, no. He can go. No. He can go. Original Browns, and that's it. And then he can pick up at the expansion Browns. Yeah, that is that is my gap right there. Yeah, I mean, but All Baker that- Mayfield. All that Ray Lewis no. is gone. All that Ray Lewis is gone. He, Ray he, Lewis, he, he's, but he he's had a, a raven. He's a raven. But Baker Mayfield had a big dick energy hat. Wasn't that, that now, if we're going by big dick energy, we're going Johnny Menzel. <laughs> What's your team? I got to stop both of y'all because you both don't lost your mind. All right. So, for the Cleveland Browns, I'm going to put it to you like this. Everyone on offense other than one player is a Hall of Famer. Hmm. That's lethal. Starting at quarterback, Otto Graham. Yep. 23,000 yards and 174 touchdowns before passing was like a, a sexy thing to do. You just turn around and hand the ball off? No. I know him from Madden. Oh, yeah, everyone knows Otto. Yeah, boy. And then running back, one of the best running backs all time, Jim Brown. Oh, Come yeah. on. 12,000 rushing yards, 106 touchdowns, and then he had 2,500 receiving yards and 20 touchdowns on top of it. 
just to be sure. And then they got other Hall of Famer at running back, Leroy Kelly. 72,000, well, 7,200 yards, not 72,000, sorry. With 74 touchdowns. Oh, 72,000. That'd be nuts. That'd be like mad numbers. Then for wide receivers, we got another Hall of Fame tandem, Paul Warfield and then Dante Lavelli. Both had over 5,000 mm-hmm. yards receiving. Both had over 50 touchdowns. And tight end, Ozzie. Going Ozzie Newsome. Senior. Senior. And then for left tackle, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet, but he will be. Left tackle, Joe Thomas. He's the only expansion player that made the list. Ten Pro Bowls, zero missed snaps, and and he played and started in every single game that he could have. He, he holds the record for 10,563 consecutive snaps at the left tackle position in Cleveland. You are, I was close. And you're playing Baltimore, and you're <laughs> freaking playing the Ravens two times a year, with, and he did miss that few snaps. Legit. Mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, Bill Willis. Is three-time Pro Bowler played with them from mm-hmm. forty-six to fifty-three. Then he got Hall of Fame center Frank Goratsky. Played eleven years for Cleveland. He had zero fumbled snaps, and he started every single game he possibly could. Dang. Hall of Famer right guard Joe Delemelur. He played five <laughs> years in Cleveland. He played eight in Buffalo as well. But he was when he was retired as a Hall of Famer. He was a Hall of Famer as the Browns. And then Hall of Famer at right tackle, Mike McCormack. All NFL every single year he played, and he played eight years. So eight consecutive years of just starting, dominating, then decided to walk off on his own terms. So that offense is lethal. That's crazy. Because you got Hall of Famers basically across the board. Okay, going to our defense, where is the weakness? But it's not bad. It's weak. Starting at defensive end, Hall of Famer, Len Ford. He played defensive okay. end, and he played end. He played wide receiver. His end was what that was referred to as at that time. He had still 1,100 receiving yards and 18 touchdowns on top that's, of playing defensive end and becoming a Hall of Famer there. So that's some crazy level of athleticism. That's, that's good wide receiver numbers. And then, well, like only wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> For defensive tackle, Michael Dean Perry. He played for him right before the expansion. Literally, he was at the cusp of moving away. He's five-time Pro Bowler, 51 and a half sacks, 470 tackles. And how many people did he kill? Because Michael Dean Perry sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> Defensive tackle, Bob Gain. He played from between 52 and 64, five-time Pro Bowler. 22 interceptions at defensive tackle. 15 fumble covers. He was a seven-time second-team All-Pro. And then got defensive end Bill Glass. Played seven years for that organization where he made the Pro Bowl four times. Then starting at our left outside linebacker, we got Clay Matthews Jr. He's our known Clay Matthews daddy. 62 sacks, 14 picks, 13 fumble recovers, and 1,500 tackles. So pretty busy. Uh, Middle linebacker. Between 52 and 61, Walt Michaels. He was a five-time Pro Bowler, and he's known for his crushing tackles. He's, uh, if you want to look up some big hits on YouTube, Walt Michaels has got them. 
Uh, starting at right outside linebacker, who played for them between 1960 and 1972, Jim Houston. 14 interceptions, level 11 fumble recoveries, four-time Pro Bowler. And then for my cornerbacks, I got what is referred to as almost one of the best cornerback tandems ever. Hanford Dixon, Frank Minifield. They both had low amount of interceptions, but the reason they're not revered higher is because they gave up the drive. So that, that's what mm. hurt them. I remember that. Free safety, Warren Lahr, 44 interceptions. Five of those went back to the house. And then a strong safety played for him between 1948 and 1953, Tommy James. 34 picks, five fumble covers. He was a pro bowler in 53 his last year. You'll recognize their kicker. It's probably the most recognizable kicker other than Vinatieri in league history. Lou the Toe Groza. Brown's all-time leading scorer, Hall of Famer. The Lou Groza Trophy in college was named after him. Um, their punter. Between, played for them between 62 and 71, Gary Collins. He was their starting punter and their starting receiver that year. He did both, because okay. why not? Uh, kick returner was Eric Metcalf. I don't know if there's any relation to DK. Uh, he had 1,300 punt return yards, five touchdowns. He had 2,800 kick return yards with two touchdowns. Let me just say, Metcalf was the human joystick before the human joystick. <laughs> I'm, uh, that dude was silly with it. Well, I mean, five touchdowns, just punt returning, and then two touchdowns, kick returning. Yeah, you you got some moves there because that's yeah. Hester like, and Hester was ridiculous. And then, of course, as their coach, Hall of Famer, Paul Brown. Woohoo! He's the first coach in NFL history to use film. He's the first to hire assistants. He invented the face mask. He invented the practice squad, and he invented the draw play. So. Who my guy didn't use. Mm. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he invented he's the like, face nah. mask. He's like, so? <laughs> he's like, I don't care. I'm not wearing it. So those <laughs> are our squads. Like, how do you stick the scotch bottle in between the <laughs> face mask? Probably why he's like, leather helmet. It's like MJ was saying back in the 90s. He's like, dudes are like, at the half, they go grab a cigarette, go drink a beer. <laughs> Just come back and do their thing. Go back in the 90s. Yeah. All right, Tony, where are we okay. ranking these squads? All right, in all honesty, my Detroit Lions squad that I picked. Because I, I will rattle off the right list while the you're deliberating. Yeah, let, Roberto let, does not let, know where our list put is. Put it out there for Roberto because I got an idea well. Okay, right now, our best all time team list the Patriots are at one. Cowboys are at two. One A. Rams are at three. Packers are at four. Falcons at five. Chiefs at six. Duh, Bears at seven. The Vikings are at eight. Your team that you know and love, and I absolutely abhor, the Giants at nine. The Seahawks are at ten. The Aints are at eleven. Sorry to your wife. Hold um, on. No, 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 no. The Buccaneers are at nine. The Buccaneers are at nine? Yes. The Giants dropped to ten. Okay, so Bucks are there, Giants are there, Seahawks will then be 11, the Aints yep. will be 12, Dolphins will be sitting at 13, the Jets are at 14, and then the Houstonville Jaguars, or Jacksons. No, 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 Houstonville 
Jacksons. We had to fuse how bad the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars are into one team, and they are still garbage. They're Houstonville Jacksons. Due to how new they are and all that stuff. Y'all must not have gotten to the uh, Steelers and stuff yet. No, we have not gotten the Steelers yet. They are on the way. That'll be Bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, because you're at you're at 14 now. Even combining those two teams, so there will be out of 31. We're half. Yeah. Well, third out of 32 teams, we're about halfway there. Yep. You know, I'm saying because now those two teams are one. Now you're now yeah, you're yeah, down to 31, 31 teams. That is correct. Yeah, we we have to combine them, and even them, they're still the worst team here. Yeah. Somehow I the Jets are better. Than I just want the Cowboys to move down. They can't. No, they're too good. I hate the Cowboys, Bruh, but they're just. Too I hate good. them too, but there is literally one and yeah. one. Because the know. Patriots versus Cowboys all-time teams would be a game you would never want to miss. Yeah. And, yeah, my I mean, Falcons are top five. Damn right. For Damn now. right. They're about to get bumped. That's right. That's right. No, Who, they're not. Who's your, who's your quarterback? You going to leave Matty up there? Because everybody keeps talking about firing yes. him, which I don't understand. Yes. Yes. Well, he the got rest, the numbers for everything. Tell me. Tarkowski was okay. Shit. Chill out. Focus. Where are we ranking tell Tony? Fans, chill out. Because I was like – I was like, "Who do you want? You want you want Chandler to come back?" <laughs> I, and see, that's that's what I do. I start. I can, who you want? Chandler, Barkowski, Miller. Which one you want to come back? You want them two days? Far was there? You want to do that? <laughs> I said, "Oh, I get it. You want Vic in his athletic quarterback position of because course. he wasn't a quarterback." Of course. And then that starts the whole argument. All yeah. right, but I'm ranking the Lions. I'm putting them right below the Giants at eleven. All right. I'm not going to argue that. The Lions, because of Barry Sanders and Megatron, would be better than the Seahawks. Yep. But the Giants squad all time is just, it's too good to. That defense would handle Barry and no. Just yeah. Lawrence Taylor versus Barry Sanders would be a great game. I would love to see it that. Was, it, it happened. See a couple head up collisions there. That would be. Oof. Yeah. But offensive line, just that offensive line of Detroit, I don't think it hold up against New York. Yeah. And where I currently would rank yeah, Cleveland, definitely one thing we always I would put them just under Green Bay. And see, I was thinking about under the Chiefs. Because you put Otto Graham, Jim Brown, Warfield, Newsom, and a Hall of Fame offensive line. The defense is not sl- a slouch, but at the same time, that offense, compared to just about anything I, I, is a little I bit cannot, of a slouch. I cannot put him above the Falcons just because I didn't even because put of the greatest bias. I didn't know. No, no, no. I didn't even put the greatest defense of all times on this Falcon squad. I just picked a couple people from that squad to put on their defense, which made their defense that much better. That's what I did. Let's not forget, Chris Bliss is still the greatest defense of all time. Period. By numbers, ever. By advanced metrics, yes. Mm-hmm. So, Let's not forget that. So, yes, they might have that, but every posi- every line, every depth on that defense has three three people that should be in the Hall of Fame. That's they a whole other argument for a whole other day. <laughs> so, no, if you look. You're putting a lot of hypotheticals you, versus a lot of actual Hall of Famers. what I told you about people saying they didn't want to get hit by certain players on this team. I still had the NFL interception leaders on one side. I still had another guy who was who was fumb- making fumbles on the other side. I had playmakers. I just I just can't put them. I, and I don't see them better than Chiefs. I mean, I take Otto Graham over Matt Ryan any day of the week. I take Jim That's Brown fine. over whatever you had at running back any day of the week. And I take my defense to shut all that shit down. 
between Jim Brown, Dory Kelly, Paul Warfield, Lavelli, and Newsom, and then a Hall of yes. Fame all line, you ain't getting there. It don't matter. You out of your you mind. Got. You out of your mind. My nah. three linebackers alone will, will murder Jim Brown. Tommy Nobis alone will put Jim Brown to sleep. Well, I'm glad we're out Period. of stalemate because we have a swing vote sitting in his mansion lounge. <laughs> All right. Unbiased opinion, Roberto. Would you mm. rank my Browns over the over the Falcons or under the Chiefs? See, that's the hard part because, you know, you go back to that old adage of defense wins games. But, um, our, like, offenses now and, like, the schemes and the things I'm thinking about now, you could outmaneuver a great defense. Bro, you bro can, let me just say something. Let me let me, yeah. let me take 9.2 points per game. That's what they gave up. Yeah. 9.2 points per game. They held nope, a team to three points, and yeah. they lost because our offense was beyond suckage. Yeah. 9.2 points I'm not, that's, what I, that's what I was about to say. Like, I, I, I can't say because, again, if you look, look at – if you put a Lawrence Taylor in the game right now, you have to add what you – I mean, you have Indomitian Sue. You got uh, Aaron Donald. You got these guys. I mean, hell, look at Troy Palomaro. Like, he used to be jumping over the damn offensive line to get to people. And I don't know, like, watching tape of old games, eat football, basketball, either thing. Sometimes you're watching it and you're like, well, that's stupid. Why are you still doing that? But it's because no matter how much raw talent you have, the game advances and you think about new things to do. If you were to put an Andy Reid or a Sean Payton or a Bill Belichick further back in history and give them the same knowledge that they have now, I think things would change. But I still think a, a shutdown defense is shutdown defense. Point of order. Good. Point of order. I just want to say how you saying things change, but things also stay the same. Yeah. The 1985 Bears defense oh, yeah. ran the exact same formation as the Grits Blitz that season they won the Super Bowl. Buddy Ryan took all of Jerry Glanville's formations and implemented them on that 85 Bears defense. And you see what that did. Literally every coach in any point in history is copying something somebody else did other oh, than course. some of our new offensive concepts that so we're stealing from college, no less. It might yeah. change, but it's still going to stay the same. Yeah, and I, I, would be, I would be curious if somebody was playing and they knew, okay, if, I, if I'm Andy Reid and I got, it's me and Eric Bieniemy have to think up something to get around the 89 Bears, 85 Bears, and we have somebody like uh, Patrick Mahomes, and you got somebody on the sideline that's going to make the make those catches. We got the Tyree kills. You put those Patrick same. Home. You know, this is like this is like what you call it. Like you know, Patrick Mahomes too soft. NFL blitz playing all. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes got a concussion from the air. Play like the all legends mode or playing Madden mode. You know, I mean, but you know, look at Patrick. I mean, he, it's probably he's, all that ketchup in his body that's making him. He's soft. <laughs> it is all that ketchup. But all I, that I money say, and ketchup made him soft. Yeah, I, I would say that it's it's rough because. A dynamic offense like the one that you put together against a well thought out blanket defense. That's what you want to see. I mean, didn't we just see that? Like hell, didn't we? I mean, you look at the the year that Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl, like that wasn't him. Hundred forty one yards. Hundred forty one yards. That was all defense. And who and I mean That's like passive. you know, 
but I would say maybe I, I have to give it to the defense on this one. Trent Dilfer. <clears throat> yeah, I might have to give it to the defense on this one. All right. Like, I will follow suit. The Browns go under the Chiefs? They go to number seven. All right. I am not going yeah, to well, argue again, with the I would addition. Like to that. They're both great squads, but the voice has taking, spoken. I'm not taking anything away from Cleveland all time. Mm-hmm. But their defense is not as good as the Falcons' offense. Yeah. Our defense is as good as their offense. Yeah. So, I mean, so you're, something's you're give playing it. strength to strength, except you have that one. Because my one coach would have been the difference maker. Right. I mean, you give Paul because, Brown the information that he has today and shit. I don't care I'm saying, who's on the other side I'm of the line. It's going to be a problem. I'm yeah. saying it's not like that. That's the thing with these teams. You're putting the best at their position. So it's technically not supposed to be any weak links. Mm-hmm. I don't have any weak links on my defense. The only problem is they don't get the recognition because they were on shit teams. If you ask That's the right. average fan the greatest defense, they immediately going to say the Bears, the Ravens. They'll even the throw Buccaneers. the Bucks out there and the Steelers. They don't even think about the Falcons mm-hmm. that was 4-80. and 80. The Legion <laughs> of Boom will be thrown out before that even happens. And yeah. did you understand? We they was yeah. holding people to nine point two points per game, and losing games because the offense would throw a pick six. We lost. We we play uh, the Rams. We lost twenty eight to three. The offense for the Rams scored zero points. Zero. They were all pick sixes. I guess that's what that happened when you focus on your defense and you're like. Damn, weren't we supposed to do something? We were getting What's the offense? Yeah, so Damn. And remember, it's always defense wins championships. Yeah. I mean, until that happens, until you can't score any points on offense. Right. <laughs> I mean, but if your defense can score some points, then you got you got something there. So, yes. Cleveland is at seven, Detroit is at eleven. I will adjust the rankings at work tomorrow. Okay. And who do you have tasked me with this week? I chose. Am I giving to you first this week? Yes, I chose last week. It is your turn. I mean, we could have the guests decide for us on what's remaining if you would like to do that. Yeah, I don't trust him like that. We'll never see, <laughs> we'll never see him again after tonight. So no. Okay, I'll what do you got for me? Okay, I'm going to give you the Washington Football Team. Damn. That might actually be a solid ass squad. That's... And you can you can only use them. Okay, you're the only one throwing <laughs> asterisks on my team. You need to simmer that. You can only use it after the game. You can't you can't use the Redskins. You can only you can't use, use the, the Redskins. You only use watch the football. So you have you have Chase Young <laughs> and Terry McLaurin. Alex Smith. The rest of the team you can and... cut. Alex I mean, Smith's late game out. No, nah, but at least with Alex Smith, I'm. I mean, you can probably die and regenerate. Like, I don't know how he keeps coming back. I don't know. Money. Money and time. I mean, we had Sam Bradford, like, tear his ACL like eight times, and he still kept playing. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. All right. Who who you giving me? I am going to give you the fun task of completing my assignment. The Bengals. Now, you are going to go to Baltimore. Oh, oh, I I can only do the fun. Little Ravens. Okay, yeah. that's easy. Your defense will be easy. That's Your offense will be fun. interesting. I'm telling yeah. you now, Trent Dilfer. You're take Trent Dilfer over Lamar Jackson. Yes. 
That's that's the oldest old man thing I've ever heard you say. That is like an old <laughs> white man who will not accept that his ways are wrong and outdated. Hey, wait a minute. Half of me is offended by that. The other half laughs. <laughs> you know, this is some white people shit. It is. I say that. Why, people? Why? <laughs> I shouldn't right, so be the I one got, saying this. I got Baltimore. I could work. You're like, I. <sighs> That okay. boy runs too much. Stay in the pocket and throw like a man. <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with that boy? But he always doing these little crazy little things. Like what are those little Tell dances he's doing? What is that? Oh. Tell yeah. my grandma. I'll tell you. A, I'll tell you a super quick story. I was at a customer's house fixing something during a football game, and he was like, "Who do you like for the Super Bowl?" I said, "Well, I think the Chiefs probably gonna go back." He was like, "The Chiefs, that little curly head boy," and I was like, "Patrick Mahomes." And he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like him. Which I thought to myself, I was like... There's only one reason he would not like that man. Did you say I have curly hair, too? I would say that. I said, of course I said, well, my hair's, I said well, my hair's not as, not as curly as his, but I mean... Because you got the Odell look. <laughs> I said, well, I don't... I said, well, I don't, I don't think... And he was like, he's, a, you know, he's too much of a pretty boy, not enough of a player. I said, are you, are you going to say that Joe Namath wasn't a pretty boy? He was getting manicures in Times Square. Hey, walk Roberto. around the damn chinchilla. Roberto, unpopular opinion, Joe Namath was overrated. I, Broadway Joe was He only made his name off that one prediction. Field. That was it. He was he was underrated. He was overrated, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, the the thing that we're going through now right now is are is are have we overrated Aaron Rodgers? He's gonna mm. win another MVP. I don't think he's overrated. He just doesn't I don't deliver think he when he's win supposed the MVP. to. I don't think he should so win. Derrick Henry should win it, but it's a quarterback yeah. league. This yeah, it's a quarterback should. league. And uh, the the thing I always think about, and I and I know I'm like getting because my wife has texted me already. Like, you dinner's finished, are you going to come down here? But um, I I wonder if we like Aaron Rodgers so much that we've let him slide because again, Tom Brady has more NFC <laughs> championship playoff wins than he does which is sad i thought they're tied I mean, they both won one they're tied is rogers won the Super no, no, Bowl. that's right he's tied but if we if we're looking at and i i hate using championships and shit because that's i don't brady's like that, winning argument i don't feel like that yeah i don't feel like that that's the entirety of things but that's what people like to do they're like well lebron can't be good because he only and i don't i don't like that because i think him as a player and they say well if aaron Rodgers was really that good he would will his team to win really? like Dan you should just say Dan Marino and tell him to shut up and I'm like well who has done what quarterback has had a shit team and just made it work Marino Dan Marino I mean he like that's Marino's like, the only guy who did he had that's two it. receivers no running game ever and a semi-decent defense that's it and I mean and you could say like even if you were to say okay who had a good offense but a terrible defense and still managed to like make Make lemonade out of lemons or something. Uh, Matt Ryan, actually. I mean, Drew Brees was doing it longer. Drew Brees did it for longer. But yeah, I'm still giving some Matt Ryan some love. Drew Brees has only had a solid defense the last four years. Yeah. And before, I mean, that's why they were were losing. You know that hurts. 57 to 52. You know what I'm saying? Like, they are losing in shootouts. And again, I think that's why he had high numbers is because he had to go out there and sling it. And that's why yeah, his arm's right. gone and he needs to retire. He's, he's he's correct on Matt Ryan because we went to Super Bowl with like the 20th ranked defense. 
if your defense was better, that comeback never would have happened. He'd never have if, to deal with a single all, twenty-eight to three meme. If it yeah, never would happen. If we call three run plays up the middle, we go up by ten with two minutes left in the game. That we don't lose that game. But no, because yeah, then you can go to you can go to prevent and recover the onside kick, and you're done. Yeah. Well, no, I can't even say recover the onside kick because we saw we don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's it's Jesus. Thank Crazy, you, Shanahan. Like how moments like just plays, not not the whole thing. Plays, plays can change somebody's legacy, because again, had Matt Ryan got that ring, that would make him look a little bit different. Because now everybody's like, "Well, can he do it?" And again, how many times? Eli Manning went and smacked Aaron Rodgers around, and no one likes Eli Manning. No one likes to admit that Eli Manning, like his legacy is better than a lot of quarterbacks' legacies. His legacy but, is better because of his last name and his defense carried his ass when he was leading the league in interceptions. It doesn't matter. He, well, still, yeah, he still yeah, got yeah, those two rings, though. Yeah, He, he got, got the two, two rings, rings that always hurt me the most. Yeah, he got those two rings where he had a he had better quarterback ratings than Brady in both those games. And because his defense harassed Brady to the point where he played bad, and the Patriots couldn't... Defense was going downhill. Trade, All of our old... Yeah, we had a bunch of old players. We had a bunch yeah. of thir- over 30-year-olds. That was all we had. And that was a lot of times where I think... Where I think if you ask a Pats fan like yourself, they would say that was one of those seasons that Brady did all the well, not really Brady did all the work, but Brady Element, Ed, Edelman, and Randy Moss did a lot of the heavy lifting. Because it was Moss, it was Welker, it was Gronk, and Brady. Yeah, our offense carried that team. Yeah, what's Welker? My bad, not not even because we had a different white white slot receiver at the time. Yeah. We know Sorry. we, we, we know swapped how, one out. We know how I feel about Wes Welker, Hall of Famer. I didn't yeah. say he was not a Hall of Famer. I just said he's not this be year. Because you compare he's him to Megatron, and you're like, uh, yeah. dude, shouldn't be doing yeah. this. Wes Welker is a Hall of Famer. He he's will be. This year. And, there's, and there's there's nothing that, I mean, the crazy part is that there's really nothing. Sports and legacy has gotten tied into championships. But I think that you have your Aaron Rodgers, and that's going to change the narr- narrative because of the fact that people fucking love Aaron Rodgers so much. Even and though he has no personality, like, at hey, all. relax, relax. He's, you know, like the State Farm commercials are funny, I guess. But, no, they're not. <laughs> like, no, they're not. The premise of the State Farm commercials are funny. Him yeah, in it just is not funny. Yeah, he's Mahomes is actually Man- funny in those commercials. The Peyton yeah. Manning commercials are the ones that are funny. Oh yeah. The State Farm Peyton commercials Town. are not. They're not funny. They're okay. But anyway, while we come back awesome. full circle from this yeah, horrible yeah, tangent yeah. we ended up on. That was, yeah. that was Roberto that time. Roberto, would you like to give a plug for your beautiful company and then we'll let you leave before your wife yells at us? Oh, yeah. You see, I'm, I'm, I'm always working. You seem like the uh, working harder than an ugly stripper. <laughs> I thought I said on. work harder, stay ugly. I <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, you could still do both. Are you ask I my coworkers. That. Some ugly I <laughs> Yeah, man, you know, we're still doing a bunch of uh, installs, a bunch of business. Uh, I've been super busy this week. This is like my first day off this week, so thankful to have some time to actually sit down and chat because I've been mad about missing the WandaVision stuff, but at least I got to sit down and talk shit about some sports and have some fun. But WandaVision uh, sucks. Say what? I'm the sorry, first what? Two episodes, The first two episodes <laughs> suck. I said it. I'm that's, not apologizing for that. That's fair. That's fair. Like, Your first statement was incorrect. The second statement came correct. <laughs> Yeah, like I, don't, I just did it to get his attention. I I don't mind because you know, like if you if the first half of a movie sucks and the second half brings it home, like I don't know what you. The first ten minutes of the movie sucks and the rest, the other 
hour and 45 minutes is good, then I, I yeah, said the movie was good. The entire first episode was uh, okay. The second episode was a little better, but not by much. And I think then, it was like, like a reverse the, up effect because the first like 10 the minutes third, of Up were the amazing. The rest is, of the movie. Eh. Yeah, the third episode is actually where I started to get into it. I was like, uh-huh. okay. Like, but like you see, when I when I had my discussion, yeah, I go. I was going episode by episode. I'm not going about what I see they're doing. I'm going about what product is in front of me. It's like when yeah, you do something. That's fair. It's like when you do something. If you hook up something in one room, that's beautiful, but then you go to another room and it's jacked up. They don't care about the whole thing. They care about not. what they see right yeah. there, and that's what I was doing. I said, y'all need to separate yourselves yeah. from the, what you see is coming. Let's forget now, about that. At the at the end of the at the end of the season, or the end of the series, because it's only a one season thing. I think it's only, yeah, it's only one season thing. Yeah. Have they announced the it's only one season? Yeah, yeah, because it's going to try. It's going to go. We just left. Oh, we we lost him. His his wife must have jacked him up. She, All right, she's well, been mad. I guess I'm not even going to make my statement because there's no point because I was going to argue with him. Of course you were. Um, anyway. Check out Legacy LLC Technology. Be sure to get him if you are in the rural Atlanta Conyers area. I believe that's somewhere where he operates. Yeah, somewhere around about y'all. Make sure to hit him up for all your technology needs. Geeks, he does a free home inspection the first time, and he will do consultations via phone. He's very helpful, very thorough. He's done some exceptional work that is on both his Facebook page for his company and on Instagram. Be sure to check that out. And be sure to check out Not My Cup of Tea. Uh, fellow geeking group makes amazing mugs. Be sure to check them out on Etsy, and it's also on the Facebook store. So, be sure to check that out. Tony, any final thoughts in conclusion for this hour and a half long episode? Yeah, stop messing with these athletes. <laughs> Learn how to heckle. You don't get jumped. You can catch that right one. My final thought is this: the Super Bowl. I hope a lot of points are scored, and there's the refs don't interfere with the game. I'll be happy with any result otherwise. No, no. Only result I'm happy with a Kansas City win. I want Tampa Bay to win now just to spite you. Call that fair. (laughs) You're being petty out there in the NFC South. Y'all need to grow up. All right. We are going to hit the outro. Thank you for checking us out. Check us out on anchor.fm slash grownageeks for the audio and version. Thank you for your time. Hello. Thank you for listening to Grone Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grone Geeks.